This is a clip from The Virtuoso Show, enriching entertainment through story and sound. Aloha! Welcome, Roberta Haas. I am so glad to have you on my show today. You know more than anyone how much work has gone into this podcast, and to have you as a guest in the very first season is a true honor. Because in my mind, you are one of the most dynamic individuals I have ever come across. Not only have you had multiple successes in entrepreneurship and a variety of industries from real estate to children's books, but also you have built a masterpiece of a home in the middle of a thousand acres in the very reaches of the Hawaiian Islands. And... Yeah, there's just a lot of things. You're bright and beautiful, and there's a lot of things I appreciate about you. So I can't wait to introduce you to my audience and pick your brain about a few things today. So my first question for you is, what is one treasured memory that you have had over this past year? Well, first, I must say that was quite an intro, and I am honored to be on the show. One thing that I can remember so vividly about last year was an incredible journey we embarked upon through the Middle East, which now seems like an impossible task. (laughs) However, I wanted others to know that once the cruising industry comes back, that it's not just for older people, it's for people of all ages who value education and excitement and adventure and traveling outside of their comfort zone. Mm. There are not words to express the elevated consciousness that I derived from going on that trip. And it made it all the more enjoyable having such an incredible guide as I had with you. Oh, thank you. Well, you were my guide in many ways as well. And so was that book that we embarked upon called The Silk Roads. What a fantastic read. And that definitely inspired that trip around the world from Hawaii to Hawaii in the last quarter of 2019 before COVID hit. And goodness, it does seem like an impossible task to be able to see that much of the world ever again, or at least not for the near future, unfortunately. My next question is closer to home. Okay. It's about our journey as writers. And we have had a significant uh, amount of time put into storytelling over the last three years as we've been design partners and writing partners for this play about your late husband's life. So I'm curious if you can share with me what you have learned about storytelling since we started writing together. Well, I learned that storytelling is very easy. You know a story and you tell someone about it. But story writing is yet another task in and of itself. Not so easy. 
filled with all kinds of guidelines and rules and formatting and just um, challenges you to the max. You have done a superb job in helping that effort in the way you've approached it by going into your master class. <laughs> You're, you just enrolled yourself for the last year and a half by reading all the great books on what they found to be the easy road to making a perfect screenplay. And you were able to follow a lot of their rules. And I think as a result, five rewrites that we've gone through now have gotten better and better with each one. And we are probably now just about ready to say, okay, this is a great story and we've told it to the best of our ability and the rest is up to Hollywood. We'll see how it's received. And luckily we have our three mentors there rooting for us and ready to take it over. And once it leaves our hands, uh, we'll be going on another cruise and waiting to see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank goodness there are gurus out there who are willing to write down what they know so that students such as myself can come along the path and have it be a little bit brighter than it would have been otherwise. And yes, you know, I owe a lot of my knowledge to those friends of ours over there and the books that they guided me towards. So thank goodness we have them. My next question for you is, what is something that you are glad you never have to do again? Aha. Uh -huh. Well, in between careers, leaving San Francisco and a very uh, successful business called Creative Counseling for um, through the 60s, which was an amazing time to be in San Francisco, and packing up a 10-month-old baby and selling the business and moving to Kauai, we soon found that money doesn't last forever. And if you're building a house and trying to start a new life and a new business, which was the spiritual adventures of Courtney Flower, and off to Japan, we went for a year to do the publication, which was extremely costly, landed my daughter and I at the time she was six in our remodeled and improved tool shed on the property for a year with no electricity, no running water inside the cabin and having to uh, brush our teeth, wash our hair, take a bath in the fresh ice cold mountain stream that runs right by the side of our property. So I don't wow. think want to do that again in that fashion, but I am very happy. Sure. I'm still living by that stream only after 18 years finishing the house that you and I now live in. And it is a masterpiece of a home. And speaking to that story you've gone on in your life, Aristotle would be very proud. He, he deemed the perfect play to be the reversal of fortune from happiness to misery. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and I, I was, think <laughs> I was kind of depressed a lot of that year. But you know, mm. I started a real estate company, and it took my attention, and my you know gave me a lot of entertainment from all the people that were coming to the island then, and and I you know grew to love it, but not being in the shed. <laughs> yes. Um... Your real estate career has given you quite a name on this island. And I think back to the beginning of your career, you had an interesting first client or a couple first clients, didn't you? Our first client, oddly enough, I had a girlfriend whose husband was in Hollywood and he brought Sylvester Stallone to my office and he ended up buying three pieces of magnificent five acre parcels. Uh, one for himself, one for his lawyer, and one for his business manager. And that was quite interesting, just interacting with him and his people and watching uh, how he conducts himself in a personal level. Then there was mm. Crosby, Stills, and Nash. And then there was um, Pierce Brosnan, who Gordon became extremely friendly with. And off to Tahiti, we went with he and his wife and the four of us spent a week down there together. Changed my life seeing how the other side of uh, society lives. Fame. fame. Yeah, uh-huh. What fame does. And, you know, the pros and cons. I don't recommend it for most people, actually. I don't think I would like to be famous like that, even though I was um, a teenager thinking how intriguing being famous would be but it is not at all what it seems to be it's a big intrusive um and inconvenient undertaking to just go out on the street mm, mm, very true but one thing i want to say about the shack living in that shack yeah i had a choice and uh, this is something everyone might like to think about. I did have a choice. I could have at any moment gotten on a plane with Courtney and flew back to Miami Beach where I grew up and moved in with my mom for a while while things got better. But something kept me here and I just wasn't willing to throw in the towel and give up. Didn't want to leave after a while. So. Moral of the story is that if you ever find yourself in a situation that's adverse, just give it some time because the universe puts us in those positions for a reason. And it's Absolutely. up to us to um, acknowledge that and let those universal forces uh, speak loud and clear so then we can make the right decisions and not hmm. only rely on ourselves. Hmm. Yes, in terms of building characters and plots and screenplays, one of the major lessons that I learned is that conflict has to be ever-present. And through this conflict and these challenges is what enables the growth of the character. And that's the reason that we go to see the films is because we want to see characters grow. You know, they all change. And it's important to be able to recognize ourselves in these characters and then see how they move through situations and get better as a result of their their tough situations and I think that happened for you 
So I think the question for my friends and family and early listeners, what they're really wondering about is, what is it like to have a relationship with someone who is much younger? Well, I find it to be a huge insight for both. The younger gains tremendous awareness and an education that might have otherwise taken years to obtain, not to mention the contacts to help further themselves. Oh, that is very true. I mean, I run into some fascinating and interesting people who I likely never would meet if it wasn't for you. Well, that's the fun part, to watch you grow and uh, learn from these people and have them to look up to, and they love to share what they know with you. Everyone loves you. You're a very old soul in a young body, you know. <laughs> and I'm the opposite. I'm a such a young-spirited soul in a slightly older body. I always think of myself as I'm still in my 30s. I feel that way um, health-wise as well. And I can keep up with you, even running on the beach. That's true. You certainly can. <laughs> so um, anyway, I love the way Jane Fonda uh, calls it in her book about the first act merging with the third act. So much to be gained by both. And I feel like the clock is ticking counterclockwise. I'm going into the youthfulness of the younger generation and learning so much, even things about the computer <laughs> that I couldn't do. <laughs> You've been great. You're so brilliant at that. There's just so many huge benefits. And the two need to be spiritually and emotionally aligned in order for it to work. Seeing eye to eye, as we do, sets an example to others who perhaps might miss out on something really unique and special if they're just bound by the restrictions or the mores and not venturing outside the box. Oh, that's a great point. You know, I think stepping outside of the box has plentiful rewards. And... I'm excited to start that little wine label with you called Outside the Box if we can get the uh, copyright approval. Oh, I'm sure we will because it's meant to be. With your experience and knowledge of wine, it's, you know, it's just a joy and so educational for me. I can't wait mm -hmm. for that project. Mm -hmm. And so anyway, um, I just love our network of friends. They're all so understanding and loving towards you and us. And they see our happiness. And it's so much fun traveling the world. We have lightheartedness. We're healthy. We're happy. We see eye to eye with respect and with loving kindness. So what could be wrong? <laughs> Absolutely. I think that, you know, people are quite bound by the societal restrictions and that can be damaging to one's spirit. You know, if you are operating from a point of, you know, concern about what other people think, I, I feel like you are limited in what you can achieve in this life. That's so true because the relationship, after all, is between the inner soul, the inner spirits, the inner selves. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I do. I get that completely. In my mind, it's like perfect puzzle pieces fitting together. We bring things to the table that enhance the lives of the other. And 
I think there is tremendous rewards when you are willing to step outside of the box, you know, make your own rules. Yes, and because those who matter don't mind and those who mind don't matter. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, it's been a fascinating conversation with you today. Thank you so much for joining me and Thank helping you. me get a start here. It's my pleasure. Aloha. Aloha. Thanks for taking a moment to listen to this excerpt. If you like what you've heard here, maybe you'd enjoy the full show. I invite you to check it out wherever you get your podcasts. If you love what I'm doing and you want to support me, please go to treversthoughts.com and sign up for my email. Alternatively, you can shoot me a quick message at muse at treversthoughts.com. That's M-U-S-E, like the Greek muses. I'll send you an email back and we can begin our relationship from there. Till next time, aloha.